If you are not in your group, what would be the reason for you to join this group? Why would you want, need, or require this group? Hello and welcome back, friends. Today we're going to talk about growing a Facebook group. We're going to do part one this week and part week in the next episode. So listen and I hope you take some notes or you can always listen again. Or you can always go to our website and get to our show notes. You can go to engagegroups.com slash podcast. Okay, so we're going to go through some easy ways to grow your group, things that you should have in place all the time, things that you can set up kind of most of them will be something you set up once and you're good to go for a while. And then in the next episode, we'll go into a few more advanced strategies. Okay, so here we go. The first thing I want you to do is look at your group and define what your group's purpose is. Like, what do you do for them? What is it about? What is the purpose for you? What is the purpose for them? If you are not in your group, what would be the reason for you to join this group? Why would you want, need, or require this group? Think about that as you're creating your group's purpose. This will come in handy when you're creating content for your group, when you're promoting your group, when you're developing offers and putting things out there. How would you describe to someone what your group is about? How would you, in a networking thing, tell people what your group is and invite them in, right? Like what is the purpose? What's in it for them? They will need to know. And once you have this written down, once you have it, the clear purpose for your group, it'll make it much easier for you to talk about your group, talk about why people would want to join, what's in it, et cetera. But also part of this is I want you to think about who your target audience is. Okay. So clearly define the purpose of the group and identify your target audience. This will help you create content and engage with the members more effectively. So who's your target audience? Is it, you know, people who are in the beginning of a certain part of the new transformation in their life? Is it people going through a transformation in their lives? Is it people specifically in one geographical location or can it be anywhere in the world? Is it for experienced business owners making seven figures or more, or is it for a hobby? You know, is your group hobby related or is it for a physical product that you sell or a digital product? What is the purpose of the group? And then I want you to really mark these down. Like what is the, who's the group? What is the purpose of the group? Who is the group for? And I also want you to think about why do they want to join your group? This is one thing that people don't really think about. They think about what their group is and who it's for. But if you weren't in your own group, why would you click join now to join the group? What would make you click that button? Okay. Now, I want you to, as your next step, look at your group that you've got. Okay. I want you to create an appealing and informative group experience before they even join. Okay, so what does this mean? I want you to create a descriptive name for your group. This is not the time to get cryptic about your name. Make it very specific so they know. Keywords actually work very well for a group name, especially if the keywords are the one of the first two words of your group name. Because if you do a search in a group, for instance, like if I search up memberships, then I'll find a whole bunch of groups with memberships in it, right? Especially if the group name 
is membership something or blank memberships, whatever. It's always the first two words that really pick up the most results if someone's searching in a Facebook group. Uh, another thing is, is that later on when Facebook starts to suggest people to join your group, the name will be something that they see. And in fact, sometimes depending on how Facebook lays it out, because they're, they change the user experience, but sometimes they only see the first two words of your group name. So that group name could be very important in terms of what keywords you use so that people know to either click to find out more about your group or just click join. Now, on the other hand, if someone comes to your group, they're going to see without joining, they're going to see your group cover, the name of your group and the description. So the name of your group is very, a key piece because if they're looking at the name of your group and they're like, Hmm, I don't know if this is for me, then we lose them. So we really want to make it obvious going back to who our target audience is, who's the demographic that they read the name of your group. And they're like, yes, this is for me. Then you want to look at your cover photo. Does it describe who the group is for and what the group is about? Does it or is it dated? I have been through groups before where it was April and they were advertising something from the previous September. So seven months before that, the dates were on the group. And I'm all about changing the group cover to promote anything that you've got going on. Absolutely. But if the group cover doesn't match what is, you know, date-wise or what's going on in the group now, it just doesn't work. So look at the cover image, make sure that the group cover image is something that brings people in, right? So there was a Facebook group cover image I saw once and it was the group host and it was their entire face was the cover of the group image. And that immediately made me feel like this group is not for me. This group is for the person, the host of the group. It's like all about them. So think about how that experience of the group cover image could actually turn people off or invite them in to join. So make the group cover image feel like very warm and inviting. And it's about them, not about you. All right. Then I want you to write your group description. And I wanted to clearly state what your values are what members can expect by joining your group. And you can also put your rules in there. And that's one of the things I like to do is to put my rules in the group description because there are people who, I want people to see what the rules are before they go in. They may not read them all, but at least I know that they're there. So it provides that so they can see what the rules are before they click join. But the other thing is I can say to them, you know, before you join, make sure you see the group rules and there they are in the description. But also, if anytime someone's in my group and there's a problem with the rules, I can say, hey, go and refresh yourself. It just hit the about or the description and you'll see the group rules. So it allows me to have it in two different places. You could also put in the description a link to your website or your podcast or whatever freebie you want to send them to. So even if they don't join your group, at least you're pointing them to areas where they will still get into your world, into your funnel, if you will. Okay. The next thing is I want you to create, this one's so obvious, but we got to talk about it. It's creating valuable content. So regularly posting high quality content that is relevant to your group's purpose is ideal, right? You want to offer helpful tips, share resources, ask questions, answer their questions, encourage discussion, 
and make sure that your content really engages and provides value to your members. Now there are, there is like this pull for people to post quotes in their group, but those don't get any engagement. They will, they might get a like, they might get some likes or a couple hearts, depending on the quote, but it doesn't initiate any conversation. It doesn't initiate the engagement within the comments. So I want you to think about what can you post that will get engagement in the comments. So this could be like, how do you feel? What, what are your, what is your take on that? Can I get your feedback? Those are different things that can get people to initiate a response in the comments. But if you were to put out a quote, there is really no, you're not telling me what to do next. It's just, I read your quote and that's the end of it right? Whereas if it was a, can I get your feedback? Then the feedback, my feedback, I know was, I'm happy to give you my opinion. Who isn't happy to give their opinion? Or if you ask a question, then I know to answer the question. But if there's just a statement, a quote, a statement, whatever, there is no participation that is really, it would take work on the other person's side to have that, that conversation in there. So Posting this content, whether it's, you know, a, an image with a tip on it, whether it's a video, a reel or a post with tips on it. Great. Whatever it is, I don't, the format matters mostly on who's in the group and what they best like to experience or consume the content. But I really just want you to make sure you're getting content out there. Okay. Next. I want you to encourage member participation. So this kind of goes with what we were just talking about. We want to actively engage our group and engage the members and encourage them to participate. So you, your job is to respond to comments, acknowledge their their posts, their comments that could be simply by putting a like in their comments or their posts and really welcome and include people in your environment. If you're in my membership, the Engage Groups membership, there is a lesson we did on using the welcome uh, post to welcome people into your group. We also have other ways of onboarding people into your group, such as an onboarding album. We also create a guide for welcoming people, and it really helps to get people to feel like they're part of the community. So I really want you to consider that. And if you aren't a member of our membership, you can go to engagegroups.com slash EG trial, EG as engaged groups trial. And for $7, you can get in for seven days and then it will renew after that. But you'll be able to look at these lessons that we created. They're very short and sweet. I know you're an entrepreneur. You've got so much to do. And I like things that are short and sweet and to the point. So that is exactly how we make our content. (laughs) So you can go and grab those. Okay. I also want you to post things like engaging questions. Also in in the engagement, engage groups membership, we give you engaging questions three a week for your group. I want you to put in polls and discussions to keep members interested and active in your community. The more that they're interested and active in your community, the more they might talk about your group outside the community and then bring them in. Okay, the last thing that we're gonna talk about this week and then next next episode, we will definitely go into more is to leverage your existing networks, leverage your existing social media profiles, your email newsletter, et cetera. And 
this just doesn't mean to like invite your family members to come and join, but like if it's a good fit for them. In fact, I don't even like to use the invite button. The invite button doesn't give that warm feeling. You know, it's like when you get an invitation to a party, you feel in like an individual invited to that party. When you get the invite button, it just feels like we're inviting just anyone who wants to come. Please come be my friend. So I prefer to invite people via a link. I send them a link to the group and say, I think this would be good for you. This is who it's for. This is the purpose of our group. Here's the content we cover in our group. And here's what we've got coming up. Okay. And so now people are like, okay, the the idea of I'll join it one day or I'll join it later goes away when I say, here's what's coming up in the community. Okay. Cause it's timely. They don't want to miss the free challenge or the free training that we've got going on. And then I really want you to look at any like emails that you have going out that maybe you don't have a call to action. The call to action could be to join your group. If you've got any freebies that are out there, the end of that freebie could be, you know, come and join our community. I even have, when people buy my workshops, I'll say, be sure to join our free community because there are people who buy from me who have never heard of me before, or maybe not in my community yet, who will join our community. So even when we do paid workshops, we grow our free Facebook group through that. So I really want you to encourage others to spread the word about your community. And if you did, if you are in our membership, you can go to the member drive. And it's another way to grow your group by encouraging people to invite their friends in a very ethical, fun way. And they get to win prizes. So that is something that you want. Go to engagegroups.com slash EG trial. All right, everyone. I will see you next time for our next episode. Bye. Bye.